Naked is here to perform hits off of their smash hit album, I Bificus. I have to look up Biff Naked because I've I've definitely heard of Biff. Oh, it's one F. Yeah, it's one. It's one F. That's where I. God damn, Ben! It's one F. Uh, Naked spelled like it sounds. Naked spelled like it's spelled. Indo-Canadian singer-songwriter, actress. Oh, oh, it's a person. Beth Torbert is Biff Naked. Yeah, I think at the time it was not necessarily clear when they had their their hit song. What was it? Was it just a moment of weakness? Is that them? Um, no. What is? What was the Biff Naked song? Brrr, what was Biff Naked's song? Her, the Promise, Super Beautiful Monster, mm-hmm. uh, Birth Through Knowledge? No, no. I, Bificus is definitely the album. Yeah. Uh, moment of Weakness? Yeah, Moment of Weakness. That's, Spaceman. That is, that is the song. Moment. moment of Weakness is the... All right. The Biff Naked track. I googled moment of weakness and the first result is moment of weakness as seen on The Bachelor. Mm. Uh, I don't think that's what we want. Here we go. Uh, we can listen to 15 seconds of this Great. as long as we offer uh, commentary. Okay. Oh, it's, that's a remix okay. with New Old yeah. School. Fair use. Fair use, fair use, fair, fair, fair use, fair use. This is Ska. Yeah, it's like it's very much that like, hey, no doubt got real big. We're gonna sign any band that is at least even close to the way no doubt sounds. Damn, she's walking through this office and uh-huh. like oh, there's a bunch of dudes with ties yeah. and she's like in their face, man. Oh like, shit. Establishment more like establishment. Whoa. Uh, that was a good song. I thought that yeah. Biff, I thought Biff Naked had like they they had a vibe. They had a look that I, I would have thought would have gone further than it ended up doing. Going, yeah. they had a song called Twitch. Yeah, that's about uh, uh playing video games on the internet, which was a weird thing to be writing about back then. But uh, I mean, she is dressed up like a cat girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it, yeah, that all checks out. Really ahead of its time. Wow, that's where it all came from. Yeah, when I was in kindergarten, we had to fill a paper bag with things for show and tell what. And tell that told everyone about ourselves. I brought my Biff Naked CD and my teacher was concerned by it and called my mom. That's the top uh, comment for the music video of Twitch. Okay. And that is our regular segment. Top comments top from comments. music videos we need a top of comments. Canadian ska bands. Yeah, we need a top comment theme song, I think. It's the top comment. <laughs> top comments. Yeah. That's pretty good. I like it. We got it done in one take. Yeah. Just clip that out, and now we've got it. Uh, hi, everybody. We're here uh, to talk to you. It's the after show, after the other show. Yeah, after the, our, our after show. That happens always after Breakfast in Ben. That's right. Thursdays after <laughs> Breakfast in Ben. Um, as long as this show is after another show, we're good. Exactly. It doesn't even have to be a live show. Like, we could record a quick look, uh-huh. and that's a show. It's after, well, yeah, I talked to Brad for a little while before coming in here. Yeah, that's a show. That's a, and, and that's, it's after that. It's after that. It's after that. Uh, with Jeff and the brat. That's right. We're, uh, I'm going to put information about how to contact us via Discord into the chat because I oh, forgot yeah. to do that. There's uh, already people sending me messages. Okay. 
well, then maybe we're just good. But there, that information's there. That's one way you can uh, get a hold of us live here now. Uh, you can also use the ask a question button at the top of the chat uh, and just type in a question, which is way less interesting than hearing your beautiful voice. But uh, but it's an option for sure. And uh, you can also leave a voicemail by calling us up at 707-EXIT-FLU. I should really know the numbers to that, but I don't. Um, I almost do at this point. 3-0. Sure. Exit flu. I can remember the 8358. I just saw that's how I remember phone numbers is like the last four. Remember the last four and then that'll come natural. Or or even the first, you know, it's a, no, I don't want to say that. Uh, There's a fun way to remember my phone number, but I'm not going to get into that. Yeah, no, let's get into it. What does it spell out? (laughs) I already said my Venmo on this show once, so I'm not going to start talking about it. When we had Venmo talk, someone out there, a miserable motherfucker of a person venmoed me one penny i also got a penny i like really contemplated returning the i penny. assume from the same person yeah probably that motherfucker you son of a bitch never not even even if he even if e3 does happen you are disinvited from coming to the show <laughs> um more big bug hunter talk no uh yeah, so we're here uh, to talk to you about some stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Austin J says, I miss science's ranking of fighters coming back. Uh, yeah, we, we've, yeah. you know, we kind of got off schedule with some stuff uh, just with people being out and some other stuff going on. I was out for like a, a whole fucking week there for a bit uh, handling. I was out for a little bit. Yeah, handling my baby daughter uh, and some other stuff like that. So we're really, it feels like we're starting to get back in the swing of normal. Well, I mean, with, yeah, with like world events, right. Uh, it's out of the picture, but like uh, in terms of video game releases and recording schedules, it's starting to get a little back. Yeah. A little bit back towards that. Yeah. It's been a lot of dumb shit. And, and yeah, so like, I, I, that's the other thing is like with all of the, coronavirus stuff happening right now like i've been devoting a chunk of time to figuring out like okay if the trigger gets pulled or or we just or you know it gets to a point where it's like okay we should stop coming into this office every day because of health reasons uh what do we do what sort of live streams plan do we move to so i've been thinking about stuff like that um as well and also planning a lot of events and then having all the events get canceled planning to go places and then being like no we're not going there uh, this isn't or this event got canceled or or we're not going to this and and why aren't you canceling it or you know like all that sort of stuff so it's just been a fucking weird time man uh obviously like pretty serious out there i know what uh i think brad was saying before before we started here that i guess facebook seattle campus they're closing it for the month of march oh really i'm just saying like don't do not come here how many people Wonder. I don't know. Uh, the Seattle building, I think there's some VR stuff up there. Oh, I think it's yeah. Oculus. I think you're right. It's not all Oculus, but I know I know one person who works in the Facebook Seattle office, and, and he is a virtual reality individual. That's what they call them. That's what, they, that's what they're called now, right? VRIs. VRIs. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, everything's been a weird mess, and we're figuring it all out. Oh, it's because somebody... Yeah, there was a, an employee that tested yeah. positive. So they were like, all right, that's it. Go home. 
Um, That's all it takes. Yeah. I guess two more cases in San Francisco t- today. Yep. Three new cases in uh, Santa Clara County. Mm-hmm. Uh, one new case up where I live. And they're apparently one of those people rode on an airporter to Santa Rosa. Mm. So now they have to figure out all the people who, who rode on that bus and There's all that the other cruise? stuff. There's the cruise? It was someone from the cruise. Oh. Uh, I have a friend who, uh, like, it was supposed to go on that cruise in a little while. I have a friend of a friend who was supposed to be at the World Trade Center on 9-11. Wow. But, was it uh, uh, the guy from the League? Yes. <laughs> no, it was a, a friend of a friend. The story was uh, he, wor- he worked there. He worked at the World Trade Center, and uh, he stayed out too late last night, or the night before, hooked up with someone at a bar, ended up staying over at her place, woke up super hungover, disoriented, late for work, and then did not make it, did, did not go, or, or you know, on, on his way there or whatever, everything, everything went down. It was like, oh, okay. Um, and so, barely made it out. Uh, that's my fun story for this edition of The After Show. Yay! We need a fun story theme. Yeah, also. we do. We need a lot more themes. I'm good. I got to get back into the lab. We need that's a, what I call the studio. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's smart because it's like it's you're like, like a music science yeah, major. I'm not any other kind of scientist. No, so. definitely not. Of course not. Of course not. Don't be, don't be stupid. Don't be an it, an idiot. Uh. That's right. Uh, Katie Day asks, what's Nintendo got this year after Animal Crossing? Bayonetta? Yeah, probably Bayonetta. Bayonetta's probably out this year, right? What? I feel like there's some RPG. Some RPG? Uh, the two, something, so, uh, the third of, like, the, Lupin. Some pe- people really like it. Uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Bravely is out. De- oh, Bravely Fault Default 2. Exodus 2. Let's just make up gaming. Uh, let's see here. No More Heroes 3. Looks oh, like yeah. It's, uh, uh, Bravely Default 2. Yeah. Uh, um, which I'm excited about, actually. Uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the game was well-received. Axiom Verge 2. But uh, like a lot of the stuff is supposed to come to other platforms, right. too. So, like, first-party Nintendo stuff. I'm trying to think what they have announced. Metroid. Yeah, which won't be a 2020. <sighs> I mean, it could be. I don't know, uh, but they, yeah, we started that game last year, right? I guess so. Uh, yeah, that that Xenoblade. Thing. Oh yeah, Xenoblade. Yeah, maybe they don't have that much on the books right now, huh? They need a Mario announcement soon. They got. The, I don't know what that Zelda be, thing. Whatever yeah. the whatever the Wild Two. Yeah. Um, that could come out maybe this year, like late this year. Sure, I could see it. Especially because it's going to be using the same engine, right? Yeah, as yeah, one. yeah. If it's if it's uh, you know bumped up tech that they used before, so yeah, maybe we get to E three and they just reannounce Metroid, but don't actually talk about it. Don't worry, we are still working on Metroid Prime Four. Thank you for your understanding. And now next, let's look at this. Um, yeah. Uh, Demu asks, "Why no more Paper Mario?" I feel like there was a reason. There was um, uh, Sakurai no one... doesn't like it. Not Sakurai. Uh, Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Yeah, he said he'd like not a fan of those games. Yo, those games are whack. 
and then the inside you have to be a real dumbass to like them. But I, I those spun out into like, like the the DS those right. inside story games in the and next then studio. Those, that studio shut down because I think that last game did not sell especially well. Yeah. So like that's if there's no internal like oomph pushing a series forward, plus it doesn't have sales uh, uh, momentum to keep it going. Like that, I feel like that's that's when Nintendo walks away from stuff. Right. Uh, is when it doesn't meet either of those categories. And even if it just meets one, sometimes they're just like, eh, I don't know, you know. Like, yeah, feel free to tell us how much you would like another Kid Icarus. We'll certainly <laughs> listen. Um, and then they did, and that that DS game that everyone loves came out. A Kid Icarus, remember? Uh, yeah, remember? it came with the, the, the stand. The, the, yeah. And all those cards? Kid Icarus cards? There are people who like that game. Uh, Jbic in the chat says, "Would like a new Mario side IP to replace those games." Yeah, yeah. like I, I want another Mario having fun. Like mm-hmm. I didn't love Mario Tennis, the new one for Switch. Oh, um, so you mean like a okay? I, I was I was taking that to mean like a side-scrolling IP. Oh, which, that'd and be I was great like, too. That, that's a weird way to to phrase that. Like but, a okay. new, not new. Yeah, new super not, new new. Super I always Mario mix up Brothers World. Is new the 2D side scrolling one? And then and 3D then World, World was the one the, that was not yeah. 2D. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like on Switch, give me another 2D Mario. I don't really know yeah. what to do with it, but. Mario Maker 3. Hey, man. <laughs> That's the subtitle. Just keep That's, it's it. Mario's favorite catchphrase. Hey, man. Hey, man. Did you see that stuff about Nintendo getting rid of a bunch of like really hard levels that people loved? because of like exploits they've there there have been cases where they did stuff like that yeah. over the course of the first game there was a big where, wave a few yeah. weeks ago where it hit a bunch of games or a bunch of levels for two yeah uh no i i am i did not hear about that i i don't hear anyone saying anything about mario maker 2 ever yeah. and that's uh it's a bummer. I, I played a little bit of it last week and went in and just kind of played some levels. I just play the endless stuff at this point and just let it feed me levels. And it's just, it's comfort foodie in that weird way. But I would like, um, I know you can do this manually, but mm-hmm. what would be great for me in Mario Maker 2 is if I could like set my console to be like, okay, every night or whenever I open up the game or whatever, download me just like 10 random levels that i can play offline when i'm on the train or whatever Mm -hmm. um i know you can manually go through and download levels for offline who has the time but like give me like an offline assorted like here's a court here's just like it could be the same for everyone and you just have a different one every day like there's there's so many things they could do with that but nintendo doesn't ever want to put resources into that sort of stuff it seems for online yeah features there's just an online feature and functionality thing that there's just a still a real lack of understanding or, or just i don't know if it's like a stubbornness like it, it's yeah, i really wonder we used to always think about that stuff as a lack of understanding about how people use the internet and and network gaming and what that really looks like and like early on i get it like in the in the wii wii u mm-hmm. years like sure yeah. give them the benefit of the doubt they're still figuring it out but even by the wii u it was already yeah. like dude yeah. what are you doing yeah. um but but yeah exactly there and and that was something that i think applied to a lot of japanese companies where you just had uh, a lot of cases of just like man there's a just a lack of understanding about what the what the internet like not only can be used for but is being used for in other games and what the 
what the expectations have become for just like network features in a in a platform. And even the Switch, I don't think, quite meets that standard. Uh, like every time they talk about Animal Crossing and start talking about um, the phone app and yeah. Nook Link and stuff, it's like, and, and people get caught like, oh, they named it Nook Link. Oh, did you get a Nook phone? It's like, no, this stuff is all going to suck shit. It's like that Nintendo's really good at that. Nintendo's really good at like, oh, this is cute. Right. Like, oh, wow. Yeah. And then like you but just like, start to from, peek a little bit under the hood. And you look at it, even just like looking at it, I'm like, from a functionality perspective, like I, this is, this should just be in the game. Just yeah. put this in the fucking game. What are we doing? You have a portable platform. Like it, mm. If it was a case where you were like, okay, well, I can't play Animal Crossing 24 hours a day, right? but it'd be nice if my phone had a separate sub app where my villagers could check in and I could do little bits and pieces, yeah. a second screen experience before returning to my console to play Animal Crossing again, but it's a portable device, man. Just turn it on and go. Bring it with you. The phone stuff just, yeah, it... it uh, I, it's, I, I was about to say it's frustrating, but it's not actually frustrating. It's just like kind of sad or, or it's just this thing of just like, man, the, these this aspect of this game could be better. It doesn't always yeah. hold the games back. Like the games are fine, whatever. I, it's, it's not it's not, not like a, a deal breaker in any sense. But at this point, I've just been let down by Nintendo so often with online stuff that I'm not even like frustrated anymore. It's just like I've accepted it. Yeah, it's like I'm you nihilist. Just know, you, yeah, you know how Nintendo. this is going to likely turn out. Yeah. Like, people don't hate Smash online, right? Like No, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, like, it's barely functional. Yeah, it's like, you can no. play it. It's yeah. not, you know, it doesn't necessarily do a lot of stuff around the edges. Some of it is a little clunky here and there, but you certainly... There's could. not an app I have to download to play Smash online, which is great. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that stuff's frustrating. Um, you know, it's not frustrating. What is? We're not frustrating. Hanging out on Discord, chatting it up, talking with you out there, the listener. Hello, uh, caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? Oh, we can't I love hear it. you. I see your circle lighting up, but I can't hear you. I love it. All right, caller, we're going to move on, but if you figure it out, let me know. Well, if their circle is lighting up, they're sending audio, and that's our problem. Maybe. I've definitely uh, had it. So every time I launch Discord now, or every time I try to do a voice thing on Discord now at home, it does exactly that until I quit Discord and relaunch it. Okay. So I would recommend. I am going to relaunch Discord. And I would give recommend you trying call. that. Caller. Yeah. Oh, oh, wait. You're coming out of a different device. You're coming out of our speakers. Hold on. How about now? Say something. Hi. Hey. Hi. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, I'm uh, Francois from Quebec, Canada. Hello, and, Francois. Uh, What's on your mind? Uh, I was wondering uh, if you could force everyone to have like the ringtone, like you choose the ringtone for everybody's phone and like they can't put it on uh, silent mode. Like what song do you think could cause the most chaos? Like my, uh, my first idea is like the friends theme just to see people trying to hold back like when the clapping happens. <laughs> Oof. I'm gonna go chicken dance just because it's it's simple, uh-huh. but after like the tenth, fifteenth, thirtieth time, it's just gonna. I feel like a song like that really has the potential to drive somebody off the deep end. 
I would go with one of those like funny ringtones that's like a guy yelling like, hey, butthole, your phone's ringing. That, like you're supposed to like put onto someone else's phone or something. I don't know what the use case for that is, but like those exist of just oh, like. Yeah, my, uh, I have a coworker who has one of those where it keeps screaming louder and louder. Yeah. They, uh, leave their phone at their desk often. So it's very ho- like very horrible. Totally. I would go with that. That's that's my choice. Thank you, Francois. All right, thanks. Have a good one. A um, couple of good suggestions from the chat. Venga bus. Oh yeah, yeah. That's all. We song. like to party would be a good one. But I mean, that, then we're just getting into good music. I mean, I you know yeah. Venga bus is too good. Yeah, song song is is up there. That's though. uh yeah. Eh, th- if, if, especially if, if you were the, the part first like, forty. Let me see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There are parts of thong song that would be better than others. I was thinking the first forty seconds of thong song. Yeah, oh, only yeah. if you could somehow get the music video to also play. You oh know, yeah, like a hologram like, that pops up out of your phone, and and they're like in jeeps on a beach, right? That's the music if video. That sounds right. And he's wearing that cool glove that's uh-huh. just the back three fingers. Yeah. Oh, that's for oh, this because he, he was the first person to have a smartphone. He needed to have fingers <laughs> right. open to to touch the screen. Um, the cars for kids theme. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy frog. Yeah. I feel like that was just such a popular ringtone for so long and that people just, would assume you're an old person or something like. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> like I changed my ringtone once back in 1996 and haven't and touched here it, it is. since. Here it is. Have you have you listened to any Crazy Frog lately? Lately? Yeah. Outside of this show? No, no, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> On your own time, you're not out there. No, I, I don't like to take my work home with me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's smart. That's a. Uh, it's good to have that that type of separation. I think. Um, yeah, the, uh, uh, Gensmoth, Gensmoth, Gensmoth. Uh, they put out all of the ringtone noises from Death Stranding uh, out on a website as a part of promotion for the PC version. Five hundred five games put on their official Death Stranding site. The the audio for those tones on their site, which is fun if you want to do that stuff. I think for my part, I now know too much about that game to want to hear or talk or think about it ever again. I kind of um, just forgot about it. Right? Completely. Yeah. Well, then maybe the ringtones are for you because <laughs> I think about it and I just go like, ugh. So the idea of having that type of noise on my phone that's just going to inspire me to just go like, fucking God. Um. I'm only interested in the PC version of Death Stranding in terms of what mods look like for it and yeah. what happens when those models get ripped out. Yeah. As, I, as I've said before, uh, Blender, Source Filmmaker, whatever people are using these days uh, to make these models fuck. Make Conan fuck. Make Conan fuck. Let Jeff Keighley get it. You know? Oh, I know. Uh... All that stuff. I just want to see what happens when those models get out there. Uh, Alan765 says, why? What's wrong with Death Stranding? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. Asked and answered. It's not good. Uh, Though I did. I do. It was weird because like I, I was having a pretty okay time with it when we all got those like super early codes uh-huh. and I was playing it like a little bit every day. I was like, I don't hate this. And then I went on vacation and was able to like clear my head and came yeah. back to it and was just like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah. 
I think that's kind of how it went for me is I, I, I played a bunch of it and then played the outer worlds and then went back to it. And I was just like, why am I doing this? Like who in their right mind would fucking do this, man? No fucking thank you. Uh, yeah, just no, no interest in further in, engaging with that game other than like, what does cheat engine do to it? Like if you really start fucking with it, what can you do? Like how how high can you stack the boxes if you remove all the weight limits and all that other stuff? Uh, yeah. Uh, Why'd you hit me with a? You got a voicemail down there? You want to hit me with a voicemail? I would love to hit you with a voicemail. Hey, three uh, young boys. We're looking for food, right? Are we hungry, boys? Okay, hungry boys. What do you have for dessert? Uh, we have a lot of ice cream and like chicken tenders. All right. Do you enjoy either? Later. Thanks. All right. If you uh, needed help there, 2003 Envoys looking food back your voice. Okay. Hungry by what? Do you have a freezer? Read a lot of ice cream and like chicken tenders. All right. Do you either later? Yeah. No, I, I got it. Okay. Yeah. I do either later. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's mostly pizza, frozen pizzas. You got a lot of pizza in the freezer? Uh, it, it's a, it was a nice, like, I kind of hit a point a couple years ago when I started wanting to actually, like, save money. I was just like, man, I so often just want to order a pizza, but my satisfaction from ordering a pizza versus preparing a frozen pizza isn't wide enough to be like, I'm paying $30 versus $7 at Safeway or whatever. Sure. Um... And then, you know, I can, like, hack it up, like, put a little... I, I've been into putting eggs on pizza lately, so I, like, do that with a nice thin crust. What? Like, fry an egg and put fry it on a pizza. Fry an egg and put it on a pizza? Yeah. With what else is on that pizza? Is it just Usually like, just a cheese or maybe, like, one. Okay. Like a pep... Mm, I haven't done it with pepperoni. And you're frying an egg. Is it, like, over hard? Like, what... It was uh, sunny, like it's not, I do it... I forget it what it's called. Is it dripping yolk or is it hard? It's... It's, there's maybe a little bit of yolk. I do it where you like put it on the pan and then cover the pan and okay, let it yeah. cook the top yeah. of it too uh, for like 10 minutes or whatever. Um, I'm, a, I'm a scaredy cat when it comes to eggs unless I'm like watch If I'm like watching an egg, I can, I can pretty reliably fry it where I don't get runny whites. Uh-huh. But if I'm just like, I, I'm going to do this while I'm in the oven or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not in the oven. I'll uh, just pop it on there. Let it get almost all the way hardified hardified um i i don't that hmm. egg on pizza what uh what i've got uh we're we're super stocked up oh yeah yeah good uh, good idea uh yeah we got uh let's see there's a couple bags of frozen burritos which are not great but you know sometimes you got to eat quickly um a bunch of vegan sausage like breakfast sausage oh, patties yeah. I got a lot of that uh some breakfast sandwiches some breakfast burritos um like a breakfast bowl that's all kind of my stuff some other kind of vegan like hamburger patty type things like cauliflower yeah, frozen, and whatever whatever frozen the patties yeah. big big one yeah a lot of frozen patties in there be it sausage be it breakfast sausage type or hamburger type that's uh a lot of that in there um it's really full. I just threw away a ton of stuff because there's just stuff that had been in there forever. I was like, okay, this can't. We we got to clear some space. 
and then cleared space and then we just went and bought a, a lot of stuff and it was like oh man yeah um it's, I'll always have a bag of succotash in there. Got to make sure I always have some succotash uh, for when I make fried rice. Mm. You would hate to not have succotash. I'd hate to be suffering yeah, for you'd succotash. Hate, you'd absolutely would hate to be suffering like that. Uh, Nabdell says, how are your Costco's looking out there? The local one's cleaned out because people are afraid of the virus. Yeah, I saw some pics. Yeah, totally. Like that's. I, I have not been to a Costco. Um, but... Yeah, pretty much every supermarket around here, water is getting harder to find. Um, people are uh, getting into toilet paper, apparently. Oh. Because, like, what if you can't get it? Or or what if you can't leave the house to get it and you need it? Or Well, like uh, we talked about on the Bombcast, mummies can't get the yeah, virus. Also, so. also, mummies can't get the virus. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty cleaned out. Like we said earlier in the show, it seems like there's... It's it's it is starting to spread around here in in ways that seem meaningful. So not great, not great. Yeah, uh, much to think about. Yeah, Moobucket sixty two says even though you weren't at PAX East this year, were there any games you saw people talking about from the show that has you interested? Oh, that's a good question. I wasn't really no, keyed in I, to what was happening at PAX. I definitely know some people who were at PAX and follow them on Twitter, and I saw a couple people talk about a couple of games here and there, but no, I, I did not see any... So they have like a game of the show? No, not thing. really. They don't They don't really do that sort of thing. Um, I just saw... Um, we were talking about that indie mix mm-hmm. show. Yeah. They're going to have the good life there, the new sweary game. Oh, wow. I want to huh. try that out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I... I, I I did not hear any meaningful game talk coming out of PAX or even announcements about like, cause normally there'd be like a company or two that would try to announce like something for their big game there during some panel like Gearbox would or, you know, some of these other companies or something. I, I, I did not see maybe it's, oh. it's so close to GDC or something or so, so much, but I, I guess I didn't. Yeah, no, I, I didn't really see anything. Uh, apparently 30 XX was there. The sequel to that, uh, 20 XX okay. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, in the new Pathfinder game. Okay. I'm kind of, I don't want to play um, Wilson uh, until right now because it just seems pretty buggy and, and people are a little, say it's a little thin maybe at the end game, but playing the little bit of Wilson that I did kind of really got me hankering for uh, a... Like an action RPG kind action of thing. Action RPG. I was trying to think of the right letter blank RPG for right. that game. Yeah. ARPG. ARPG. Um, DRPG. Diablo role-playing oh, game. I'm role-playing as a Diablo game. So maybe I'll maybe I'll give the new Path Path of Exile 2 a mm. shot. Yeah. Uh, I tried well, uh, a little bit of Wilson. Uh, that's... Seemed okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I played some of it and I was like, this, okay, this seems cool. And then it, it kind of did the skill tree thing a little bit that, that path of exile did. I was just like, this is a little overwhelming, but not as much as that one is. So I, I don't know. I, it looked interesting, but it did not like it, it. I guess I would say it did not grab me in such a way that I was like, holy shit, I got to play some more of this. Uh, it was just like, oh, this, this seems okay. Maybe I'll come back to this at some point. Um, I have been playing The Division 2. 
pretty much. You uh, make it to New York? Nope. I'm level 24. It's frustrating. Have you gotten into the part of the story with... I'm like level 24. Okay. I have like three story missions left or something. Then you probably so... made it past my favorite part of that game. Is it where you find the president? Yeah. yeah. That's... It's the only good part of that story to me it's i i bet like that yeah like all the stuff running up to that didn't seem that it's, interesting it's, it's fine it's not like offensively bad or anything no it's just very no. generic like it, it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> anything that's happening in that in that game mission to mission like none of it seems to matter but that sequence to me was just yeah just it, it was pretty good it was like um it was to me it was like michael bay yeah totally yeah absolutely so someone uh after we talked about it on the podcast uh, which this is the show after that podcast. Yeah, right after. Um, someone wrote to me and said, hey, uh, you don't have to go to New York to pop the level boost. You can just pop it from a different menu. And I was like, oh, cool. It'd be cool if I could just... Because I was thinking like, oh, it'd be cool to be level 30 and then just go mop up the rest of this story and then go do the New York stuff. Instead, it's like I'm finishing a mission and then it's like I got to level up for a bit and do some side missions and then go back and do the main mission again. Uh, but even if you boost to level 30 without going to New York, it still marks all those missions as complete and does all this other stuff. And I was like, shit, I don't, I kind of want to see this stuff in sequence and, and not fuck that up. So I've been focusing on, on getting through the DC stuff. I think I will, cause I do have a care. I have like a level four character on PC. And so I'll probably just boost, boost there, that guy. Yeah, yeah. And, and go look at the New York stuff there, I guess. It's nice. It's a good-looking game. It it plays well. They have streamlined all the gear stuff in good ways. Like I appreciate the work they've done. And right now, when there isn't necessarily a ton of other stuff coming out, like there's stuff here and there. Uh, but when I've got just enough time for a game like that right now, like it's it's nice to have the division to go back to. So it's been it's been fun getting through some chunks of that. Though I was starting a mission and someone invited me to a group. And I accepted the invite, and the game crashed. Oh! And then I had to run all the way back to the mission that I was trying to do, and that was that was frustrating. But it is what it is. I've been playing so much Dead Cells. Really? I beat one cell difficulty finally. Uh, I'm on two cell now, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm I like when I was first playing. At this point, I probably played more in my second run of playing and then in my first run, but I had ever just, I just beat it and I just got to one cell difficulty. Uh, but I'm, I'm surprised how much that game changes with each increase of difficulty, like new enemy types. Really? Um, uh, the one I'm at now, there's no more refilling. There's no more health refill stations at all. Mm. You get one potion refill after every boss, which is nothing. Oh, wow. And it really forces you to like, play around with like i'm using lifesteal mutations now that i never used to use i was like pure dps back in the day but now Mm -hmm. i'm really having to like use any good gear you find like i'm finding myself using a bunch of stuff i'm using the hunter grenade to try and fill out my arsenal more like that game to me is just i'm in such a it's it's the perfect like either i'm on the move or i'm watching something game and i i I just oh oh ah dead cells good game yeah that's awesome that's great. Um, um, why don't we uh, hit you me with the? Yeah, what else? What else is great? Talking on Discord, uh, the callers. Hell yeah, it is. Hey, let's talk to. Well, I don't know if I, they want me to say their name. Hi, but. what's your name? Where are you calling from? 
Hey, uh, yeah, this is uh, Jeff calling from Rochester, New York. Two Jeffs! Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> there you go, Ben. There's your there's your permission. Wow. Um, so I uh, wanted to talk about, I've been bugging Ben for like three weeks on this, uh, is the archive.org uh, has put up a bunch of MS-DOS games and an emulator to play them on in browser. Uh-huh. Which I think is, I know, awesome and odd and like a cool preservation thing. Yeah. Um, I don't need a huge backlog of games right now, honestly, but it's like my childhood dumped up in front of me. So that was kind of cool. Um, so the question is like, you know, I've seen like I have no mouth and I must scream and all these point and click adventure games. I don't know if you guys got a chance to look through it, but what do you guys think about all this? Is it, you know, uh, I think it's like I said, from a preservation standpoint, it's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, I just wanted to hear your thoughts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for the call, Jeff. Uh, I th- I think that stuff is is cool that they're that they've made it very easy for someone in a browser to go um, to go check that stuff out. A lot of that stuff is stuff you've been able to do for a long time via downloading DOSBox uh, or PCM or um, you know just setting up your own VM. Like you know, there's a handful of different ways to try to get at old pc games and uh so so i've been screwing around with that stuff in different ways for for a pretty long time um and i think it's cool i I think it's 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 really nice i still i'm still like poking around trying to get one must fall up and running properly because that's a fighting game and and we need to play more we need to play some fighting games around these parts um so that that's one i've i've certainly spent some time on uh for sure but i can never quite get it running at the right speed in dos box and the mister has a as a, a dos or like a, a kind of a 486 core um that it's hard to get that running right there also so anyway but i've, I've been poking around at that, that that's kind of been the thing i've been poking around at it's cool to see yeah like you know hey let's set up an old vm running like windows 3.1 and go experience the or you know the the magic of multimedia video games of that era even kind of you know the the end of the dos era the early windows era there was just a lot of really terrible stuff and uh it's so it's interesting to see all of that and and yeah that's all laid out i you know the the legality around that obviously is what it is it's you know the the whole you've had sites for years that have tried to like this is abandoned where it's like that's not a real thing that's cool but it's not a you know you're not what if they say fair use fair use fair use i think if you shout fair use while you're downloading it and then delete it within 24 hours like it was a library then it's probably i'm not a lawyer also i should say um but whatever like all that stuff old console games all i'm i'm really happy that that stuff is out there and being preserved in meaningful ways because there are so many games for all this talk about backwards compatibility and this and that and all the different things we can do and virtual console this and nintendo switch online nes games that and like there are just there are a ton of games that are never ever ever going to be re-released in that fashion because of licensing deals because it's a licensed game or the company is defunct and it's never going to be able to you know they're not going to be able to pay whoever owns it because who owns it they don't know like there are so many games locked into that type of limbo um that i think you know the the people out there taking that stuff into their own hands i i'm absolutely fine with it 
uh, I think it's great that that stuff is is out there and that, and that people, if they want, they can experience the history of video gaming uh, in, in a variety of ways, in a variety of increasingly weird ways. And then as people rip those games apart and do different things to them and, you know, we're getting f- more and more fan translations of games like those those Goemon games that didn't come out in English. Yeah. Um, there's a recent release of those, uh, and then a patch to fix it again. And, uh, and so a lot of stuff like that has just been great. I think that stuff's awesome. I've, I've, I've felt that way for years. You know, I've, I have been using MAME since like 1997 or something. I think I'm, that's about as old as MAME is, um, when they changed it from like multi-pack or whatever it was called when it just played Pac-Man derivatives. When did MAME come out? Uh, hang on. Let me let me try and actually find that out. When was the first release of Mame? Uh, okay, clicking on this. Yeah, twenty three years ago, February wow. nineteen ninety seven. Uh, yeah. So the the emulation stuff has been you know we're 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 two decades in on that. Uh, plus from an era when the only thing you used to be able to emulate from a console perspective was Game Boy games. And it, even that felt magical and insane. You're like, holy shit, I can play Mario's Picross here on my PC. That's ridiculous. This is the best. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like all that stuff, the preservation aspects of it, having people document that hardware and uh, in, in, in a variety of ways, whether that's in an FPGA or whether that's in the main source or, or both or, you know, whatever. I, I think that stuff's awesome. Uh, it, it's, it's just, it's really great. And, um, you know, they're preserving games that are otherwise never going to be preserved. And some might argue shouldn't be because man, some of those games are fucking terrible, but if you want to play some porno versions of kicks and I do, then, Hey, Mame, might I recommend Mame? We should. Uh, we'll I haven't even played non-porno versions of Kicks. Wow. Okay. Well, we should. You, we should get some Kicks. We should. Yeah. We should get some Kicks in. Get our get our Kicks, kicks off. Get our yeah. Mm. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I just love Kicks. It's a hell of a game. Contested, mom proof. Yeah. You got a voicemail for me? I do. Let's hear it. What's up, Jeff and Ben? It's your boy Nick from Sydney. Uh, I just made my first ever grilled cheese sandwich because they're not really a thing here. And it's terrible. So I need to know, how the hell do you make a grilled cheese sandwich? It's like a chip buddy, but with cheese. No, I don't know. what. Uh, I have a very... Less Vegemite, <laughs> more cheese is probably my advice for you. I have a very specific grilled cheese recipe that I swear by. Let's hear it because I don't have a specific recipe. Okay. So ingredients. You're going to need bread. It starts with the bread. You're going to need a nice bread that's a little little firm. Don't use the, just like a, a Wonder Bread. You know, you want something like a, I like a Dave's Killer Bread, mm-hmm. um, like a wheat, you know, nothing too seedy. Just, just something that's going to kind of toast up nice. Uh, you're going to need two kinds of cheeses. A slice, a sliced cheese of choice, and a shredded cheese of choice. You're gonna need. Give me advice for pairings there, like what you uh, think. I like like a like a maybe a a grated or like I like a cheddar 
and I like a Jack. Okay. Or like a cheddar and then a cheddar jack or a Colby jack. I like a spicy cheese and a and a smooth cheese. Yeah. Maybe even like a provolone and, and something else. Um, now here's here's where you go you go a little off book. Uh, well, you're gonna need butter, but you're also gonna need um, a packet of pizza joint Parmesan cheese. Okay. And a packet of pizza joint. Red pepper flakes, that's optional if you uh-huh. like a little spicier. A little spice, a little spice. A little paprika. And how I do it is I'll butter the bread, the outside of the bread. Mm-hmm. And then first on top of the bread goes the slice. And then a little mountain of the shredded on top of that. Yeah. And then I put a little paprika over that. Mm-hmm. And then while the bread is still buttered, I put the Parmesan on the outside of the bread on okay. either side. Yeah. Throw that on the grill. Let it grill on one side normally. You're gonna put that on medium heat. Now you're putting it on like a like a, a pan on the stove. Pan on the stove. Yeah. yeah. Then once that side gets toasty, you're gonna turn the heat down a little bit. Flip it over and then cover it and put a through a couple drops of water in there maybe. And that's gonna steam up the melted or the the shredded cheese real nice. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of the time when I first started out, I wasn't getting that nice melty consistency all the way through. Right. Which is really the most important part of a grilled cheese is you want to be able to like cut it and then open it up and see strands of cheese, mm-hmm. just like the Kraft single commercials. Yeah, you want ropes. Uh, and there you go. I mean, like that's how I do it, and that's how I've been doing it for years. Uh, American cheese—it's one of the few instances I, I will say American cheese is good. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's, I, I'm not a cheese elitist. I think American cheese is fine. Yeah, it has its, its roles. It's, yeah, on a burger, I feel like I will usually just eat it. Yeah, just a slice of it. Take the stupid plastic wrap off and eat it, and go like, okay. Or like on a quesadilla, sometimes I'll I'll yeah. just like boom. Why not? There you go. That's uh, that's a lot of work for a grilled cheese. It is, but it's kind of at this point like i do it on autopilot you know sure, it's yeah. just i've been doing it for so long yeah. that so i feel like if i were to do that like that would be such a grand undertaking as someone who does not prepare a lot of food that way uh that i would say like well i better make four of these for all the work i gotta do <laughs> and then i would just eat them all and that's not a good thing either um here's what i would do i would take two slices of bread I would take some cheese, like sliced slices of cheese. You choose whatever cheese you want. Yeah. Whatever cheese you got. I'm yeah. thinking like a Swiss. I'm thinking like a cheddar. Ooh. Maybe like a sharp cheddar. Uh, and you put the cheese in on the bread like it was a sandwich with cheese in the middle. Mm-hmm. Like you make a cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. And then you just throw it in a pan. Ay. And then at some point you flip it over. And when it's all warm and seems like the right color or something, you just yeah. take it off and immediately. You want that like orangey brown yeah. color. Yeah. Maybe you spray some Pam in that pan. I don't know. You should probably spread some butter around. I don't, you know, like what? Maybe you're, maybe you're putting something in the some pan first. Some kind of oil. Or maybe you just got a nonstick pan and you're like good with it. Yeah. Um, and that's it. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, food is great because you can get as much out of it as you want to put into it. Mm-hmm. That's I watched um deep. I rewatched Jiro Dreams of Sushi recently. Mm-hmm. Um and I w- was fascinated by the part where they're just talking about the rice, right? Like there's like two dudes whose whole job it is is rice. Yeah. That's all you do is like wash it over and over, pick out every imprecise grain, like that sort of stuff. That's the kind of mindset I try to get in when I'm cooking 
for others. When I'm cooking for myself, yeah, fuck it. totally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cooking for others, I think, inspires a certain amount of just like, I got to do this right. Yeah. Um, and I always fuck it up. <laughs> I always fuck it up somehow. But uh, yeah, man. Rice is good. Rice is good. What else is going on? <laughs> In the world? Yeah. Yeah. I closed the voicemails tab. Okay. I can reopen it though. No, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's see what we got going on in, in the chat here before we before we head on home. We got another live stream coming up a little later. Yeah. Uh, Feast of Violet saying, did you buy the Tamagunchi watch in Modern Warfare? <laughs> so yeah, there's like a virtual pet watch uh, that you can buy in Modern Warfare and the pet will evolve as you get kills and do stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm looking at this here. But, like, the time it takes you to look at the watch in-game... I'm game, all for innovation. It just sucks. I, it's, it's not... Like, it, it's, the game's not conducive to you doing that. Maybe once they roll out their Battle Royale mode and you've got more quiet time while you're, like, hiding on a toilet waiting for a circle to close, like, maybe that's the right time to have a watch in the game. But uh, the watches seem utterly pointless. Um, there are some guns where when you are equipped with a certain gun, you're holding it in such a way that you can see the watch, but that's as close as it gets. Like a lot of the guns that I'm using, you can't even see the watch. So unless you like do the emote to check your watch, uh, you don't, it doesn't do anything. So I, I don't, I was trying to look at a picture of it and I found some YouTuber who's very mad that it's destroying the realism of call of duty. Uh, you mean the game where money used to pop out of people? It still does, in fact. They have that in this game this year, of like money popping out of people when you shoot them <laughs> because you got the Mo Money perk or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah, the realism of Call of Duty. That's dumb. That's dumb. That's dumb. Uh, what else we got going on here? Uh, Rohit N says apparently there's an open source remake of One Must Fall in the works. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, Lazy Con says any new news on the meta of Split or Steel? Oh, they have made it so if you don't play, uh, if you're in an organization and you don't play, your contributions to the organization starts to drop. <gasps> Um, but also the interface for kicking people out of an org and accepting new invites into an org is still not great. So that's, uh, that's all frustrating. So it's, yeah, uh, I, it's, I, I've been launching it and kind of managing the organization and maybe playing a couple of games here and there. Um, so I, I've not, I've not read a lot of world chat lately, but they're still working on it, still doing this thing. So I'll probably get back into it one of these days here um oh man here's someone in need of some real advice here uh nakarendrai says uh i am in an it job i hate instead of being a big boy programmer like i wanted can i just quit my job without two weeks notice this job and manager suck Depends. Yeah. Uh, if you're an at-will employee, like pretty much everyone in California, right? Um, in some other places, uh, I would. Um, uh, I looked this up for a previous job. This sort of exact scenario came up, and I didn't have previous job. <laughs> sure. 
I didn't have like the documents that I signed. I didn't make like a copy of the, you know, they'll give you like all the information about you as an employee. And I was just like, how do I get this info? But not like, (laughs) right. Seem like I'm about to quit. Hey, can I look at my employment uh, agreement? Yeah. And the advice I found was like, just tell them, you know, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going through, I'm organizing all my paperwork. I realized I forgot this thing when we started. I was just hoping to get a copy of it. It'll clearly say in your contract or whatever you signed, like what type of employee you are. Yeah. Most places don't require it. It's more of a just like generosity. Right. Yeah. It's like, hey, you want to leave on good terms. Yeah. And like if you want like, to make sure you get a reference or whatever. So that would be the thing I would say is if, you, if you're in a position where you are looking to like you might need to get a reference or you wouldn't want you would want to include this job on your resume going forward and they might call. Yeah. To check uh, for for that stuff. Then I would say try to get out gracefully. Uh and and not just bail on a job. But if you're like Or like if you've got friends there, I would maybe like Yeah. If you've got like a really good friend or two there, maybe give them just a little heads up. Like yeah. hey, shit's gonna get hard for you in a minute. I'm about to quit. Like just give them a couple days head start so they know that their yeah. next couple of weeks are gonna be a little rough. Hey Ben, shit's about to get hard for you. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. I'm going to stream eight hours of Dota custom games a day. Great. Um, yeah. Decoy Octopus access. Be respectful. Even if your boss sucks, you're hurting other people too and causing problems. Always some notice. Yeah. I mean, if you literally hate every single person in that place and you want the burn, the building to burn to the <laughs> ground, then, you know, maybe all bets are off. But I would say just for the, the sanity of your coworkers, don't leave people in the lurch like that. If you can help it. Uh, yeah try to try to at least like go out on a on a good foot it's just it's only two weeks it's only two weeks anyone can you do anything for two weeks that's not entirely true but a lot of things you could you could endure for two weeks two more weeks so i i would uh i would lean towards that um i would lean towards that Today we're going to do it. Yeah. In a matter of hours. Yeah. We're going to play the GameCube version of BMX Triple X. I've been looking up cheat codes. Um, <laughs> looking up cheat codes. Yeah. At my desk. Don't look at my desk. Don't, don't look at me while I'm looking up my cheat codes. You like barred the door but that leading from the kitchen yeah. in yeah. <laughs> so nobody could like exactly. sneak up. No one can get, get in behind me. I need my own office. They offered. I should have got. I should have got one when I had the chance. Maybe I, whatever. They, they cleared out all those desks. They're just well, I should, I should, Yeah, just, we just got a couch out there now. Yeah, I should just move into those. I should move into one of those offices. Yeah. The fuck am I doing? I could be asleep all day. <laughs> That's what offices are for, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's why they uh, have curtains. Smart. And for looking up cheat codes. Um. So yeah, uh, we're gonna. We're going to play BMX Triple X today, and uh, it's a bad game. I'll, I'll tell you that much up front, and uh, we're going we're gonna to get into it, and we're going to take a look at it. Parental discretion is advised, and we'll see how that goes. There's like some weird part of me that's just like, yeah, man, let's, let's play Porno Kicks sometime. 
and just clearly to we got to tell people like hey you might not want to watch this video because it's we're playing porno video games over here but this is what it is i don't know i don't know how not safe for work is the bmx triple x stream going to be it's so it's in-game polygonal nudity uh there's that and i believe i i don't actually know um it is there are fmv sequences in that game but i don't know off the top of my head if those contain actual nudity or not so i i don't actually know what the what i don't know what the recommendation is there on that but i do know that there will be a naked lady riding a bmx bike in a video game polygonally oh baby and we're gonna look at that so brace yourselves for that i guess or don't i like i I don't want to oversell it because again this game is super fucking stupid and it is the opposite of mature and titillating and all that other stuff um but we're gonna we're gonna do our due diligence and play a couple hours of bmx triple x today so Come back and join us around 2.45 Pacific today for that. And uh, uh, we'll sh- we're going to show it. We'll see if I get it talking to afterwards. In case I do get those Dota custom games ready, I guess. Hey, speaking of Biff Naked... Yeah. Here's a little Biff Naked to take us out. Thank you, Biff Naked. Thank you. Thank you.